All right, all right, here we are yet again with another episode of English and Coffee. It's your wonderful host, Demian. Today I'm sipping, sipping, <laughs> I'm sipping a mocha charge. Uh, different flavor cappuccino sitting outside of a speedway on the borderline of Greenville and Winterville. Today we're just going to talk about a few things going on, give you guys some updates. I've mentioned a couple things, maybe, I don't know, five, six, seven or so podcasts ago about things that would be happening towards the end of the year for me things great for you in the coming 2022 so we're going to get into that we're going to take a few sips and we're just going to get right into it today i'm sipping on a small boy start your day at speedway uh here we go with the customary nice warm cup today nice warm cup um we've got about 50 something degree weather so let's go ahead and get into it All right, so I'll be talking kind of quick because I don't know how much time I'm going to have out here. I mean, time undisturbed uh, because I am at a gas station. It isn't quite as late as I normally come out, but it is late enough that it's dark. But, you know, people like to park right next to you. I think there's something maybe safety in numbers that's probably what they go for. But I kind of go the opposite. I kind of go for the solo. I like to park away, you know, from the crowd because I'm doing this audio recording. Maybe if I wasn't recording anything. I'd be more comfortable or fine with parking around people, but I try to pick not necessarily secluded areas, but just areas away from the crowd. I like to see the crowd, but I don't want to be in the crowd. But enough about that. So the winds are blowing again. Here we are. It is December 4th, and I'm recording this podcast. So I told you guys a while back that I was planning to exit from my job. Well, I've already submitted my separation notice, my 30-day notice. Uh, the notice started on 12-1, which is December 1st, and will end on December 30th. Now, since I've submitted that piece of information, uh, a couple things have changed. A couple things have occurred. Not changed as in not moving forward, but changed in the direction and just the, the level of mental stress, the, le the level of mental fortitude that it's going to take to get through these last 30 or 20-something remaining days. Due to the fact that during a transition, part of you is already transitioning. You know, mentally, you've already, you're already leaving. So I've already left, in a sense. So my physical body is still there at the job, trying to maintain, keep things going, you know, as, as per usual, as they should, leave in stellar fashion as I came in and have worked all the way through. It's just taking a little more bandwidth because now the little, the little small things start to annoy. Things such as... Okay, well, you submit a notice, uh, you hear from no one, but you hear from people outside of where you work telling you that they know you put the notice in. Now, the only way they would know you put the notice in is if the people that you sent the notice to sent it to other people or told other people and have talked about you leaving rather than talking to you about you leaving. So now in the weeks going forward, if anybody wants to come to me from the place that I work, talking about me working there or why are you leaving, my response to that is going to be, well, should have thought about that when you were talking to everybody else. I could go with that. That's the initial gut. That's what you want to say. But I'm just going to say, um, because I am, there is going to be no explanation. Because if they wanted to have that discussion to find out the true reason why I was leaving, why I was leaving, then they would have had that with me versus going, outside to other people that don't even have a remote uh, thing to do with what I'm doing in this company 
but they didn't know I already had an existing relationship with these individuals. So that's the good thing about networking and having connections. You hear things, but these are things we already know. Um, this is the reason that this particular location doesn't really keep anybody, just because there is no, you know, there is no loyalty. You know, where it counts at the top. On the ground level, yeah, you got the loyalty. You got people that you see day to day. And those are the people that, you know, you, you rely on, can depend on, they can depend on you. But when you're talking about people who don't do anything but like to collect the glory, like to claim the glory for work that others have done, those types of people. But I guess that's what they do. But, I mean, the positive, like I said, it just makes me even more determined. And it's the second, not a second confirmation, it's probably the seventh confirmation I've had that things are flowing in the right direction. Um, I've got a lot of plans and I've got a lot of things already in motion. Things are working out. As I told you all, I um, occupy myself with the market in there, trading um, stock options, trading stocks. A um, couple things have happened systematically, and the time that it's happening, as everything's kind of folding together, it's just kind of like, yeah, we definitely are on the right track. We definitely need to do more of this. I've been putting a few things together. I've got a couple strategies that have just really been sticking. Um, so we're definitely going to have our options open. We're not going to limit ourselves to one thing because that would be going right back into the same situation, doing one thing over and over day in, day out, and not really expanding on the other projects and ambitions. So my main goal for separating from the 40-hour work week per se, 40-hour work week per se for someone else, not 40-hour work week for myself, you know, in my own company, if I've got my own company, my own thing that I'm doing, yeah, 40 hours, 80 hours, shoot, I'll do 100 hours, you know, and love it because you're building something for yourself. But when you hit that time clock or go in and you're expecting someone else to give you a check, you're on their time clock. So this isn't an impulsive decision. This is an impulsive move. This is something that's well planned out, well thought out, and coming from someone who's had over 20 years of experience working for other people. Um, I mean, for some folks that works out fine, you know, if you have a family, you know, kids, bills, demands, and you need that guaranteed stability because it's too risky to get out there on your own and try to start your own ventures or just explore, explore life. Maybe you want to move, do different things Then I can understand it and you got to respect it, but it doesn't mean you can't be building something on the side. Now the, I guess anxiety-inducing aspect of this whole venture is the part where when you take ownership, take ownership, full ownership of that responsibility, meaning you're responsible for your own bills, you're responsible for your own health insurance, you're responsible for making sure things get done in a financial sense. I mean, that's what the employer does for you. That's why you're there. They, they give you insurance. They, they make sure you get a check every week, whether you work or don't work, or vacation days, sick days, holidays. When you walk away from that, you take on all those responsibilities. And for some folks, that's, that's scary. You know, that's anxiety-inducing. And of course, I mean, if you're used to having things done a certain way, um, you can come accustomed to it and you can get complacent. And complacency is the killer of dreams. Complacency is why a lot of people are in marriages they don't like. Complacency is the reason a lot of people are in jobs they don't like, living in cities they don't like, because they're, they don't, they want change, but they're not willing to do the things to prompt the change. Me, 
I've been working in the backgrounds and the, the desire, the, the move has just been, you know, the effort has just increased, increased, increased. And here we are at this point to where through planning, motivation, determination, a growing energy, here we are at the cusp, you know, right there at the edge, right there at the edge of the cliff, you know, we're looking over, we're jumping, we're going all in and it's an exciting time. I know it's going to be filled with ups, downs, trials, you know, tribulations, and we're going to learn a lot about ourselves, you know, throughout this journey. You guys are going to see the changes, as I talked about uh, with the podcast, because I'll have time during the day for real. Like, I could literally have a straight schedule to do things, upkeep on the website, upkeep on the podcast, record more material, put things together, maybe even have the stuff, like I said, up there for sale. Well, not even maybe, there will be things up there for sale. Maybe even other services, different podcasts on the podcast, other aspects of language, maybe some stories. Who knows? But I will have the time to sit down, plan, execute all those things. Um, I've been doing these things intermittently here and there. But not fully like I have wanted to do. But now I'll have a clear schedule and be able to work on those things. Um, expanding into other things. Putting the channel in different media formats. So people can consume it. You know, we can increase what we're doing here. You know, you all will be able to listen to me here audio, with the audio. But maybe some people are visual. You know, there's a lot of things uh, that are going to be coming with that. Now that's just one aspect. Second aspect, you know, we have the trading um, going really well. There was an interesting trade going on last week. It's still going. I'm not going to share the ticker with you just yet because I don't want anybody to, uh, you know, jump in and be like, oh, well, I'm going to go ahead and throw money into this. And then something goes wrong with you. I understand the risk that that I'm taking, you know, in the market. But I want to make sure that people that make these decisions are informed. But if you are already in the market, then you probably know what stock I'm talking about. This stock is... Um, anticipating a probably a five to six hundred percent move in a very short while uh, there's been a lot of traffic you're talking a lot of buying and selling um, over over 500 million shares being traded a day so this this thing is getting ready to uh, balloon and I'm already in there with I've got 200 I had 400 shares but now I've got 200 shares because you know I let some of that go to lower my cost average. So now I'm going to get back in on this last dip, level up. I was thinking I was going to get a thousand shares and then go forward and let that go to the top. <laughs> but, you know, we're going to keep it. We're going to keep it in recent because you can't put everything in one trade and expect that one trade to make or break the day. You have to treat everyone, you know, or every trade, every opportunity that you take as that, okay, well, that's the positive, but what if it flips against you? So you don't want to expose yourself too much. So when you take a trade, you're putting risk on the table. You know, so some people easily, with the moves that have been going on here, um, people are pulling 20, 30, 100, 250,000 out of these little small micro moves that are occurring with this amount of volume in here on the daily. Me, Oh, it'll be a long time before I'm pulling $250,000 out of a single trade. But, shoot, they can do it. Even the small guy can go up there and get, shoot, I'll take, I'll take $2,500 off of it, you know, a couple times. But they're loading the wagon. They're loading the wagon. The bus is getting full. So I will be riding that bus. 
but that that one is a whole different trading strategy that I have. I've been in that trade, I want to say maybe three and a half months. Um, there was a steep drop. I believe it went from nine dollars uh, all the way to two fifty. Then it went from two fifty all the way to eighty nine cent. Now, for a lot of people, that was scary uh, because those that were in at nine dollars, imagine having a nine dollar stock and it dropping down to two fifty. That means you're losing seven dollars and fifty cent on every share. So just a hundred shares, you're down. You're down seven hundred fifty dollars. So if they'd had a thousand shares, I mean, you already know how the the multiplier goes from there. But I got in at the 250, so it went down from 250 to 89. So it wasn't that bad of a jump, you know, or bad of a drop. I averaged down, got my cost average down to 165, from 250 to 165, and I'm planning to take it down to about 139, and then ride it back up to about seven. So it is going to be a fun time. Things to look forward to. I've also got some other things that I've been working with, um, some other online opportunities that I'm going to be exploring. Kid tested, mother approved, already seeing that they they work. I've even helped some people start some of those opportunities, as I've mentioned throughout a few of these uh, recordings. Let's go ahead and take a let's go ahead and take another break. This coffee is pretty good. It could be the coffee and the nap. It could be the mocha charge and the nap. I'll tell you a little bit about why I took the nap and. I don't know, we'll just go from there. All right, so as I mentioned, I took a nap. Why did I take a nap? Well, this morning, woke up during one of the last times I will be spending my my Saturday mornings doing documentation. But spent my Saturday morning doing some documentation, played the game a little bit. But all the while, my neighbors, oh man. Bless their souls. That's what I'm going to say. Bless their souls. My neighbors were so annoying. It would, They were like that three-year-old kid in the grocery line that keeps stepping on the back of your shoe while you're standing there. You know? It's somebody else's kid. You know, one of those parents that just can't control their kids. You know, that's on the phone while their kid's sticking stuff in their pocket. And the kid's kicking you in the heel. One of those kids. That's how my neighbors were acting. On the left, I had the lady thinking she could freaking sink all day. I'm talking 11 o'clock. She, she got up about, well, she was up about eight, but she started singing about 11 o'clock all the way to three. And she has the worst voice in the world. I've talked about her before. And my other neighbors, they were over there playing the most ignorant music you could ever play. I'm sitting there in the middle, you know, with my headphones on, you know, trying to listen to some good quality uh, music get my notes done, documentation, stay focused, you know, keep your head out of the gutter, stay clear, and it was a balancing act, and it was mentally draining, because you had to mentally focus on the documentation you were doing, try to block out the music, play the game, either way, I ended up um, getting the note documentation done, and then I just kind of shut down, didn't mean to shut down, like, uh, you know, cut the lights off, get back at the bed, but shut down, needed a moment, found a quiet moment, and I was out. I fell asleep. Woke up. There were dogs barking. You know, the freaking lady was still singing. People were still playing the music. But I had just shut off for a minute. A much needed minute. Because it was just, it was a lot going on at that moment. But it's good. You know, I, during the moment, you know, you don't really care for the people. I really don't care the, for the people. But I like it because those people push me. Those people push me because 
I'm going to leave. You know, I'm moving out of there. Um, but we're going to do it the right way. We're going to put things in place, as I did with this job situation. We're going to put things in place, and we're going to get out of there. I've got a certain level that I want to hit, and then I'm going to move. But the, when I move, that is going to be the reward to me. I'm going to reward myself with moving from where I live. But for right now, it makes sense. Got a roof over my head. Bill's not too crazy. Lights, food. Neighbors, yeah, they make noise, but they're not over there freaking shooting guns and doing drugs and all this stuff. You know, I mean, it's just, it's palatable. I can deal with it. It's kind of like eating, you know, uh, it's kind of like drinking three-day-old milk. Kind of like drinking three-day-old milk. It won't kill you, but it doesn't necessarily taste good. Not something you would want to do. You know what I mean? If, if there's a loose comparison for you. So they motivate me. They push me because my next move, I will not be around anybody. I will not be around anybody. Literally no neighbors. I won't have to hear any noise. I won't have to see them when I leave the house. I won't have to look at them when I come home. It'll just be me and my house come out, see people when I want to see people. That's the kind of move I'm talking about. Now, if I do have an intermediary move between then, okay, we're talking like definitely a house setting, meaning you've got brick walls between you and your next neighbor. Something like that, yeah, it would probably dampen the sound a bit. I could play my music, don't have to walk around the house in headphones. So that's cool. Because I even actually looked at some uh, noise-canceling headphones today, just thinking like how could I drown those people out. But I was reading and they were mentioning something about dizziness uh, wearing noise-canceling headphones because they said there's little microphones in the headphones that pick up the sound and I guess they try to mute it. So it's almost like, like an umbrella. Like it's raining outside, you put the umbrella over your head, that little doo -doo 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 -doo, and how it kind of muffles. I haven't had any experience with noise-canceling headphones. Maybe, maybe you do. Uh, you could send me a message, uh, audio comment, or just write in and let me know uh, what kind of experience you've had with uh, noise-canceling headphones so I'll know what I'm getting into. I know some of them are overpriced. Some of them are, you know, two, three hundred, four hundred, five hundred dollars $500. It's not that serious. I'm just trying to block out some neighbors. Maybe you have some experience with this and you care to share it. Um, what else we got going on? Um, oh yeah, tonight I'll be hooking up some chicken. I've got about four leg quarters. I've already got them sitting in a brine, you know, chopped them, separated them. They're sitting in a brine ready for me. We're going to do barbecue chicken. I'm going to do mashed potatoes and I believe some corn on the cob. It's just something about corn on the cob. Corn on the cob is one of those, those foods you can't eat it all the time, you know, but it's good when you have it. Hot corn, you know, whether it's sweet corn or white corn, whatever kind of corn you have, hot butter, a little bit of salt, a little bit of pepper. Some people put mayonnaise on it. Some people put, you know, spice it up, put paprika and all these things on it. Like if you get it at a carnival, you know, stick it on a stick. Me, I'm just keep it simple. Salt, pepper, a little bit of butter. It's going to be a good deal with the barbecue chicken. And the barbecue chicken is not going to be your basic barbecue chicken. Of course, it's going to have the heat because that's how I that's how I cook. I cook with the heat. But I don't know if I want to do all eight pieces. And I say eight pieces because it's four leg quarters. When you cut a leg quarter in half, you've got the thigh and you got the drum. I know you know that if you understand this in English. But for those that don't have this level of English to where they understand what a leg quarter is, leg quarter is the part where it's connected to <laughs> it's connected to the side of the chicken. So if you were to stand the chicken up, right, picture a chicken standing at you, you've got the little head, you've got the breast, you've got the little legs, and you've got the wings. So those legs, 
all that thigh muscle and meat that's connected, yeah, those are the quarters. So when you just snap their legs off, that's it. The drumsticks are the little balls, you know, that are connected to the chicken feet. But, I mean, I don't eat chicken feet. Chicken feet aren't on the um, leg quarters that I buy. Maybe in your country you have them up there, but over here they sell those things separately. You'd have to seek it out. It's not something that you're just going to find in the grocery store. Um, that's, that's pretty much it. I know this coffee right here, this mocha, mocha charge is really charging. It's tasting good. I'm going to slide by mom's house, check her out for a minute, see how she's doing. Then I got to get back to that chicken brine. But the good thing about it is I'm already prepared just in case she, she wants to hang out or something like that for a little bit. Um, to the fact that chicken sitting in a brine, it can sit there for 24 hours. It's only going to get better. So if I got to, you know, have a minor setback, watch a show or sit and chat for a little bit, I mean, it's all good. It'll be an enjoyable reprieve, you know, to the day. But if I just return home, then it means we get to the food even quicker. But I hope you all are safe watching out for this craziness that is the media, wearing your mask, doing what you got to do to keep your loved ones safe and yourself. This is the Mion. Let's take a sip on the way out. Mm-hmm. And I will see you in the next one.